Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Lopez wants it away. And it's a deep to left center. Andrew Jones on the run. This one has a chance. Home run. Piazza. And the Mets lead. Hello, Mets fans. Welcome back to another edition of Believe in the Mets. Thank you so much for watching last week's episode, which is a higher speed episode yet. Thank you for Sports Illustrated for picking up our interview. And thank you to Adam Enberg, of course, for joining us on the show. Now, without further ado, shh, be quiet, everybody. Be quiet. We don't want to interrupt. The Mets, they're being very quiet. They're being silent. We don't wake them up and accidentally cause them to perhaps make some signings. What a winter meetings it was for the Mets doing really nothing at all for the most part. Some minor moves, which we will get into. And I am just disgusted, as you can all imagine, at the fact that it seems like the Mets are kind of just sitting back and relaxing right now and you know, just kind of let things go with the flow. I don't think that's going to play right now. And I don't think that's a good move for David Stearns. And I think it's going to be maybe rough for him, a rough reality. If the Mets don't sign anybody, if they can't get Yamamoto, that means he's going 0 for 3 in the offseason where he messed up on the manager. He didn't get Otani and he didn't get Yamamoto. But hey, we got Luis Severino. So we'll just keep taking all these Yankee castoffs and hopefully one of them works out. So I am very worried about the state of this team right now, but joining me at this point to discuss this, to help me break it all down, to make some sense of this madness and the winter meetings, brush off his panel at the Queens baseball convention. He is the host of the Subway to Shake podcast. He is Anthony Rivera. Anthony, welcome to the show. And are you surprised with how quiet this Mets offseason has been so far? Nick, my friend, you could not have put me on at the best time ever where absolutely nothing happened. Well, one big thing happened, and it happened across town. But besides that, it was crickets at the uh, at the uh, winter meetings uh, this week. This may have been quite possibly the worst winter meetings I've ever had to you know watch and cover. So it makes, it makes you miss Brody Van Wagenen. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Besides the minor moves, which I'm pretty sure we'll get into. And I'm, I'm sure you absolutely loved. I, I heard a lot of your displeasure uh, through most of these moves. So um, very, very interesting. What's going on right now which is absolutely nothing. <laughs> absolutely nothing's going on right now. Well, I think it's just bizarre that nothing's going on. I guess Otani's holding up the market and that from there it'll take to Yamamoto from that point, but you don't want to be left with no chair here. All right. And the game musical chairs, and that might happen with the Mets. How do you think the perception of David Stearns would change Anthony? If the Mets cannot get Yamamoto. 
Well, you know, going through Twitter or X or whatever you want to call it now, um, I think it's going to be 50-50. There's going to be the Mets fans that are going to be very upset. Obviously, after I think the Juan Soto trade in the minds of Mets fans is going to change a lot because the crosstown rival is doing what they need to do to uh, put a winner back on the field after going 82-80. and 80. Um, And then there will be the other Mets fans that are going to be you know, uh, I guess at peace right now with what's going on and, and kind of allowing David Stearns to, you know, he's only been on the job for a month and a half. I, I, I don't know how much, and I'm, I'm on that other side of, of being peaceful this year. I don't know how you feel. I know you're frustrated with some of the moves, but you know, he's only been here for a month and not every move is going to work out the way we want it. Uh, and there's really only one move, right? We're all in agreement that there's one move that the Mets need to make right now, and that is bringing in Yoshinobu uh, Yamamoto. And if if that doesn't happen, how do the Mets change course? Because they're not going to bring in Otani. Uh, they did not want to go into trades with Soto, which I was okay with because they are not ready for that yet. Um, they are not in a prime position to trade for Juan Soto. They don't have the pitching prospects ready for a trade for Juan Soto, and that's what the Padres wanted. They wanted. Wait, you tell me the Padres wouldn't want Budo uh, with a top prospect. Yeah, Budo, who they, they, they couldn't go. trade Budo in 2022 to get some bullpen help. And, and, and the Mets, they do have some pitching prospects, right? Mike Vassell, Christian Blade Scott, yep. Blade Tidwell, Tyler very, Stewart. Very- very limited. Yeah, very limited. And if you saw what the Yankees gave up, what did they give up? Four pitching prospects? You're looking at giving up that entire crop, and then you absolutely have nothing when it comes to right. pitching prospects. So uh, the Soto thing was never going to happen. Uh, I you know, I, I do think that the Yankees do find a way uh, to sign him. He seems like, mm. you know, and I saw a video of him. I, I guess it was at the MLB store in, in New York City. And him buying like a Derek Jeter jersey. I, I have a feeling that he's going to stay in the Bronx. Uh, so I wouldn't give my hopes up about uh, him coming to Queens next year. If it's me, the two big moves that I'm making is doing whatever it takes to bring in Yamamoto and giving Pete Alonso the contract extension. Yeah, well, we know the extension's not happening at this point in this offseason. But listen, I'm so sick of hearing people like Andy Martino saying, yeah, the Mets, they want to add an outfielder. And Michael A. Taylor, Michael Anthony Taylor, he's their top guy, top target. He'd be a great addition to this team. How would he be a great addition to this team? Do we need another outfielder who cannot hit the ball? How many times are we going to go through this with the Mets? They need a fourth outfielder that could occasionally hit a home run. They need to, if they're going to have Michael Taylor start, he needs to be able to hit. I, I understand Stearns likes to build the defensive first team. But where are they getting the offense from, Anthony? Alonzo, yes. McNeil, yes. Lindor, yes. Uh, Nimmo. Okay. What are the others? Alvarez will hit his home runs. There's there's too many holes in this team offensively to be sitting pat right now and saying, well, we don't want to clog up space for the prospects. We want to have a space for Drew Gilbert to come. We want to let Acuna play this season. That's all fine and dandy. Go get a DH. Don't be telling me Mark Fientos and DJ Stewart are going to be the DHs this season because Stewart had his flashes. Fientos so far has struggled. 
I can't go into another season as a fan being okay with, okay, it's going to be all about the prospects. They're going to pan out because Brett Beatty wasn't the savior, okay? And Vientos didn't hit. Mauricio, we hope, is going to be great. They need. They should have been doing something offensively in this in this winter meetings, Anthony. And if they go into next season, even with Yamamoto, but they don't improve the offense, they're not a playoff team. Yeah, the outfield, even as is right now, is not set, right? I mean, you have McNeil, who's probably going to play more second base than he is outfield. I think David Stearns mentioned that at the winter meetings. You got DJ Stewart, who's not a great fielder. You got Starling Marte, who knows if he's healthy or not. And uh, Brandon Nimmo's really the only, you know, 100% lock in that outfield. And I don't know how much I want him continuing to play in center field, uh, and and possibly getting hurt. I think eventually he'll be moving to left. But there I are some. If, uh, if Drew Gilbert plays some center field, he's profile as a right fielder though. But Clifford, I, I really don't know. Not. He's a center fielder. I don't know how close those guys are to well, being from up what here. everything you're hearing. You know, if you watch us why or you look, look at these uh, experts, they say Gilbert and Acuna should be in the majors this season. But Acuna has not played the outfield yet, so I don't understand why. Why they're going to save a spot from the outfield? I don't understand why they're so hesitant to perhaps trade one of these big guys for a starting pitcher. Because uh, again, what's the backup plan here if, if they don't get Yamamoto? Are they going to sign Blake Snell? I mean, he's a great pitcher. Are they going to? They want to commit eight years to him. I'm not really sure if they want to do that. Montgomery. He might sign before Yamamoto. I mean, there's a lot of teams hot on him. There's a lot of competition. So I wouldn't say, oh, we definitely get it. you're definitely going to get him. Rodriguez already signed. So yep. that's really it for the top of the market here. And, you know, Montgomery and Rodriguez aren't necessarily aces. The Mets need another ace to go with Senga. So that kind of leaves you with, well, you need to trade for somebody. I'd like to see them sign Seth Lugo. I think they should never, never let him go. He'd be a great starting pitcher. But it seems like there's no interest there for the Mets. So they need to make a trade. I think if there's that's the back, that's the only backup plan for you. I'm going to make a trade. Go get Shane Bieber, go get Dylan Cease, go get Tyler Glass now, go get Corbin Burns. And what do you get? How do you get those guys, Anthony? You have to trade top prospects. And that's why I, I would be okay with trading an Acuna or trading a Jet Williams if I'm getting back a Corbin Burns who won a Cy Young Ward. Because that's really what this rotation needs a really high level starting pitcher who is not. Oh, way over the age of 30. I understand it'd be a year rental now or maybe two years, but when they got Francisco Lindor, it was a year rental and they were able to extend him as well. If I, I don't know if I would trade those guys. I would definitely not do for a Tyler Glass now. It was, I guess, made of glass. As some people like to say he's always the Mets might from- be able to offer them like a mid-tier prospect and say, we'll give you $25 million and they'll, t- they'll give you Tyler glass. Now. I, I prefer, I prefer Cor- Corbin Burns. Like you said, I am even starting to come to senses with a possible uh, return of Seth Lugo. Originally I was not a fan of it, but if you're going to have him be a starter, I'm fine with it. I talked to Joe Mayo last year. Yeah. I talked to Joe DeMeo on, uh, on X and, he says if they don't get Yamamoto, that they should not get deep into these deals with a, a Blake Schnell and a, a um, Jordan Montgomery, that they should go short-term, you know, Seth Lugo, Flaherty, 
I'm trying to think of who the other pitcher was. Giolito. Giolito. And just kind of piece the the rotation instead of giving a lot of money to a guy that you know is really not an ace. Like you're you're going all in on Yamamoto because he's 25, he's an ace, and he's going to anchor this rotation for you're yeah. we're, we're probably talking about five or six years. But you're not doing that for Snell, even though he won the Cy Young. You're not doing that for Jordan Montgomery. And as we saw, Eduardo Rodriguez, who was a guy that I wanted. Uh, I thought he got a great contract, four years, eighty mil. I right. thought that the the Mets could have de- done something like that for sure. Um, well, I don't the thing know. Is, though, Anthony, like like they told Max Scherzer, and they're not really looking to win a World Series in twenty twenty four. So that that's why they're not going to sign a Blake Snell or whatever he gets. And if they're all about twenty twenty five, you mentioned you know we mentioned him a little bit before. They could sign Juan Soto, uh, but pitching wise, there's going to be a lot of pitchers available. Bieber, Glass now. Burns, Zach Wheeler, who should still be a match. Yeah. So there's a lot of pitchers in next offseason that they could attack for. Yeah, I, I hope that they are able to at least, at least, very least, uh, get Yamamoto. But if they're not, um, they definitely need to have some t- type of plan B uh, that works. And and maybe, maybe instead they go with some of those pitchers that I mentioned on, on short-term deals and get some offense in here. Jorge Soler, uh, Teoscar Hernandez. How about Reese, um, Reese Hoskins? Reese Hoskins. That's a guy that they really should be honing in you on. You need a backup first baseman. You back He's going to hit 30 home runs. If you had to, you could put him in left field for a, you know, a game. Yep. That's a guy I would say. He's going to get a one-year deal. Maybe he gets like a two-year deal for $30 million with an opt-out after one year. That's a great market value deal right there. I think the Mets should be all over a guy like Hoskins. No, I, I, I totally agree. Hoskins is definitely a guy that um, could, could very well be that DH that the Mets need. Um, he's got the power. And uh, he could spell, like you said, he could still uh, spell Pete Alonso at first. You want a DH that's going to be versatile. Not what we had last year with um, with uh, uh, Vogelback, right? right? The only exception would be if you can get J.D. Martinez, take him. But another guy that they should consider, how about Justin Turner? He had a good year with the Red Sox. He could still play uh, third base. He could play first base. They just got to get somebody offensively and – that's that's it's come down to the offense. I think next season, the pitching as bad as it might be having Lucchese and McGill on the rotation to go along with Severino. Um, I think if they don't score, they're not going to win. They were 19th in the league and runs scored last year. And a lot of the RBIs that season came from two players. So Lindor and Alonso. They need to get some more. They need to get another another pitcher, a hitter. They need to have a big slugger in the five spot, I think, to protect the top guys in the lineup. And it's going to be rough. But if they don't get Yamamoto, they're screwed. And I think if they don't get Yamamoto, that means they're punting on this season. They're not going to go for it. Maybe they'll you know try to be competitive and get sneak in the playoffs like the Marlins. Uh, but it would be very disappointing if they don't get Yamamoto. And they'll just maybe sign another Yankee cast off. I I'm getting annoyed with all these Yankees here. They hired the Yankee former Yankee for the coaching staff. I don't like the Carlos Mendoza hire, and I, I documented it on here. I, I thought that it, it didn't make sense unless you're a team that is not trying to win now. And I think that's what we're playing out here. So Luis Severino was signed. 
I I thought maybe I saw you didn't mind this. I personally don't like this move because Luis Severino was awful last year. And now all of a sudden we're expecting him to have a bounce back career year. He, you can't count on him. He's the number five starter. And you can't have him as the number five starter when you have a Lucchese or a Budo in the rotation. So it's very rough for, for me to, to swallow this pill of hearing all these, we're going to buy low, even though you spent a lot of money on him uh, and, and potentially, you know, the, the, the high risk player here with the high reward. I think it's a high risk on, on Severino to, to give him that money and say he's going to be in there. If you're going to pay this, you know, I, I would have rather gone and maybe get another lefty in there or get a lefty. I know Quintana's there, but he might get hurt. I don't like this Luis Severino signing, and it was confirmed on my top stove that a lot of this had to do with Carlos Mendoza sealing the deal here. Why, Anthony, are the Mets trying so hard to just become like these these Yankees of the past four years that did not succeed? I honestly, I, I don't have an answer for for that question. I was in on Luis Severino for what you had just said, a fifth starter, which means that they are going to get other starters as well. If they don't get other starters as well, then this cut turns out to be a, a little bit of a rough move. It's only one year, 13 mil. Um, I, I thought that that his the high risk, high reward works for a guy like Severino. If you look at his past, obviously last year was his worst year, but he never dipped in velocity. He just could not find his control. He's been coming off of a couple of injuries and, and trying to stay healthy. But uh, this is a guy who has really good stuff and he was the Yankees number two for a couple of years. So, you know, I, I do understand the hesitancy of, of taking, you know, the Yankees players and, you know, it usually has not worked out for the Mets, but this is one that I'm willing to, to give a try to and, and see if he can turn his stuff around. I mean, this is a contract year for him, too. So if he wants to stay in the major leagues, he's going to have to pitch very well. Uh, so at least, you know, win at least 10 games, uh, keep the Mets in it for a while. You Reminds know? me a lot of Matt Harvey, where he was great, he got hurt, and he just he had a bad year. He could never recover. Matt Harvey also, though, lost velocity. He had the thoracic outlet syndrome and that yeah. no one can come back from. Uh, no one yeah. has come back from that. So and he didn't want to change. He didn't want to become a reliever. He didn't want to change his style. He wanted to pitch the same way over and over again. And it, you know, it did him in minus all the off the field antics that happened with him. But, you know, I, I'm willing to give this an opportunity uh, with Severino. Um with the caveat that we are getting other starting pitchers. So oh, this key can't be the marquee move for the Mets. He can't. So far he is. So how far about, he is. How about Noah Syndergaard? Get him in the bullpen. I don't even know where Noah Syndergaard is right now. Like he's a free agent. He's so stubborn. I don't know if he would want to go to the bullpen. Yeah, bring him back four players. Well, bring back a Med Rosario, but they're not going to do that. They, they, they have Joey Wendell. So it's then they bring in Jose Iglesias, who I think is a great player. Uh, they bring him in a minor league deal, but he's not going to be in the Mets. He's not going to make the roster for an opening day because they have Joey Wendell. And he's probably going to opt out of this deal because he's not going to make their early team. So to me, it's an irrelevant story here that they got Jose Iglesias. He kept getting minor league deals last year. 
He actually hit pretty good at the Padres. He never got close to the majors, so he opted out. He didn't play in the majors. We know he's great defensively, but Lindor plays every day. They got Joey Wendell to replace Guillaume, which I don't even understand because I, I, don't, I, read, I thought Luis Guillaume was great defensively. Wendell's really not that much better offensively. So that's signing to me, whatever. And then they signed Michael Tonkin from the Braves, who had a 438 ERA last year and a career 430 ERA. Just what they need. Perfect. The team's ERA last year was 430. Let's bring in a reliever whose ERA is 438. Another Tommy Hunter. I'm so sick of these, these terrible signings they do with their bullpen every offseason, Anthony. What do you think about Iglesias and Tonkin? Uh, the Iglesias move I liked uh, for what you had said about him. He's he's hit his whole career. Uh, he even hit in the minor leagues last year. Uh, he's a guy that I do kind of hope makes the roster. You need at least two uh, bench pieces that are going to play the infield. I think Wendell plays a little bit of the outfield as well. I'm not I'm not too sure, but you need at least two gu- bats uh, and yeah. guys to It'll play the infield though, between Mauricio, Beatty, Vientos. And then Wendell, well, a couple of those guys are going to be starting. Yes. A couple of kids are going to be starting. They uh, Stearns already said that third base is going to come within. So whether yeah, it's, so it's going to be Baby, or, Vientos Mauricio. or Mauricio or Wendell yes. or whatever, it's going to be, be starting. I, I just, I love to see Iglesias on the roster. I don't foresee it happening. That's, that's me. All right. What about Tonkin? What do you think? Well, Stearns has been known in Milwaukee to find these guys for the bullpen. And uh, these reclamation projects, which did not work, as we saw, for uh, Billy Epler. Hopefully, this is a different. He and, and hopefully, this is different, and he's a better evaluator. That that's honestly, that's all I can say on it because I don't know too much about a lot of these pitchers. Andre Scrub, uh, what is it? Uh, Crick is the other one, or Click? Um, they they've gotten a couple of Adams. They've gotten a couple. Remember, of like pitchers. two years ago, it was the Mets. They signed this guy from the Rays who who never pitched in the majors to a major league deal, and that was a big story. The guy never pitched for the Mets. So nope. that, to me, that's all these these signings are mean nothing. Well, Tonkin is supposed to be a swing man. He pitched for the Braves. Tonkin will be in the majors. He'll be in the opening day roster. He's got a yeah. major league deal for a million dollars. And I don't know if I don't know if his last name is. Crick or click, I can't remember uh, off the top of my head, but he's another guy. I, I think he pitched for Pittsburgh that he might be, make the roster. Give me people who are going to continue to move Drew Smith out of the way if the, if possible. You need Drew Smith in that bullpen, though. I, I, he shouldn't be in the seventh inning, but you put Drew Smith mid relief. Uh, I think it'll work out. Well, you got Brooks Raley, you have um, Edwin, you Diaz. Have Edwin Diaz coming That's back. It. And yeah, and that's pretty much it. Tonkin might be one of your swing guys. Uh, You could probably throw in Budo in there. And uh, he wants to win at this point in his career. And he sees the writing on the wall that the Mets are not going for it this year. Yeah. And out of Vino, the numbers show that he was better than, than what he showed on the field. Cause Mm -hmm. there were some big games that he blown, but considering us throwing the Dominic Leones out there and the Jeff Brigham's Uh, of the world, Reyes. Reyes. Uh, so I, I don't know. Maybe the Mets say. try to go back to David Robertson. They maybe should they bring him back. Uh, they got it. They need this team has so many needs uh, offensively, starting pitching and bullpen. It's just a big mess. And hopefully David Stearns can figure it out. And typically, the way that Stearns always sees the, you know, the Orioles, they build their teams, they get their depth through the draft. Well, that's not a good thing for the Mets this year because they're picking 19th male in the draft. 
they fell to not, they went from seven to nine instead of from seven to six. If they were in the top six, they would have had their pick. They lose 10 spots because of where they are with the luxury tax. What a disaster, Anthony. I, I don't know how they how that works. I, I, I heard that I wasn't even even watching it because you know who cares? Whoever they pick is not going to be in the majors for three, four, five years. The, yeah, it's not like you know, it's not like the NFL. It's not even like the NBA where these guys come up and are ready to go from the bat. They're going to, you know, single A of Brooklyn, and it's going to take them maybe three or four years. You'd have to be what, like top one, two, like a Harper pick to get all the way up there. Or maybe I think it was like Michael Conforto who only spent a half season in the minors and then came up. It's a dime a dozen uh, when it comes to the prospects. I'm not a prospect hugger. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. So if they want to make trades and whatever, I'm cool with it. If they don't and want to keep them, I, it just doesn't matter to me when it comes to these these guys, these uh, these kids. And and we've seen that you know with Vientos, we've seen with Beatty the struggles and with all the hype that they came in with. That you just never know. You they're they're like lottery picks. You never know what you're gonna get. Very true. So we'll see the Mets pick, picking low in the draft. Who knows what that means? Uh, they haven't had much success in the draft the last few years. The best pick I thought was Kumar Rocker. They didn't sign him. Yeah, uh, he could have been an impact arm. I know he got hurt, but well, look who they got in the Rule Five draft. They got this guy Slayton, and it was like, oh, this guy would have went first. And they traded they, him to the Red Sox. They traded him to the Red Sox. So it's like, oh, it was nice knowing yeah, you. They also acquired uh, two catchers off waivers. So. The Mets love getting catchers and they love getting shortstops. That's I'm awesome. just, I, you know, this is like, this is feeling a lot like, you know, 2020 to me all over in 2019 where, where, you know, Rick Porcello held a bounce back year. Michael Waka, you know, we'll get, we'll, we'll draft to the, you'll know, get these guys in the rule five draft. We'll claim these guys with waivers. And that's an uneasy feeling as a Mets fan, because I think I thought this team was going to be trying to win every year. And when they say, they're looking to field a competitive team. That to me is a translation for we're not trying to win the World Series. We're trying to be respectable and hopefully we can sneak into the playoffs. That's my interpretation. How do you feel, Anthony, of, of that line we kept getting getting fed from, from the management? No, you're right. I think that is the way that they're going to go, right? They want to be competitive. You, you've seen with uh, the teams like the Arizona Diamondbacks this year and the Philadelphia Phillies last season that all you got to do is get into a wild card spot. And if you're hot at the right time, you can make it all to the way to the World Series. So I think the Mets are taking that, you know, laid, I don't want to say laid back approach, but a more cautious approach to free agency. Uh, look at, Look at what, you know, Epler did last season and and what has been done in the past. They haven't had a significant management change uh, done correctly in, in a while. They've been through three managers since Steve Cohen has been here. So I, I think that I'm going to put my faith in right now into David Stearns and what he can do. I don't know what he can do. We don't know how Tonkin is going to, you know, pan out or Wendell. It might be good moves. They might, un they might be under the radar. Good moves. We yeah. just don't know. We have to give this season the opportunity. The only thing that, you know, I see frustrating for a lot of Met fans is they've now seen the Yankees go after Soto. And it's frustrating because we have not gotten anyone just yet, but uh, 
their main target is Yamamoto, and I still think they're going to get him. Uh, and I'm, I'm yeah. just going to be in wait and and be patient. I like it's yeah. all we can do. I mean, we haven't seen. I don't know about you, but I haven't seen a World Series. Wow. Right. Um, so, so I mean, I, like, I, listen, I just, it's feeling a, ro- a lot right now. It's just feeling like a San- typical Sandy Alderson offseason, which never really amounted to much. And I think, I think if the Mets don't get Yamamoto, Stearns is going to have a, a problem here as far as the Mets fans trusting him. And the Mets, they put up the story that they went, they saw Yamamoto in Japan. Here's my interpretation, Anthony, on that. They're putting that out there because they know they're not getting him. So they want everyone to know they tried. They did all they could to get there. I think Yamamoto is going to sign elsewhere. That's just my gut feeling at this point. I think I think he definitely prefers it to be the Yankees. We'll see if the Yankees could swing it since they're paying Soto $33 million in arbitration. The Red Sox are in there. And the Giants, they got a lot of money. They were looking to spend it since last offseason. They tried to get Giants. They tried to get Correa. They're trying to give Otani $600 million. And if it doesn't pan out, they're going to throw a lot of money at Yamamoto. I know the Mets are going to throw this a lot of money as well, but Yamamoto is getting money no matter where he goes. So it's ultimately going to be about his comfort level where he wants to play. And nothing I'm seeing or hearing at this point makes me feel like the Mets are a top priority for him. It seems like he wants to play for one of these historic franchises. And unfortunately, that's not the Mets at this point. Well, Speaking of like historic franchises, right? The Mets don't have that aura around them. They don't have that legacy around them that the Yankees do, right? And that the Dodgers and, and you know, even to a certain extent, the Giants and Red Sox have. So Steve Cohen has to go over there. Steve Cohen has to do whatever he can to get Yamamoto here. He has more money than any of those teams. So there's that. So now he's got to do everything he can to get him here. And if that means going over to Japan and bringing uh, David Stearns and bringing Kodai Senga and bringing uh, Jeremy Hefner, who kind of helped Senga acclimate himself to pitching in the United States, if that's what it takes, then I'm all for them doing that. And they have to do that. They have to do more than everyone else to get the free agents they want. They may have to overspend. They may have to overpay. Whatever it takes for them to get these free agents to come here, they have to do because they need to build this winning culture. I kind of compare it to the New York Knicks, right? The New York Knicks, no one wants, no one wanted to come here, right? And, and now they're starting to build something with their team. And you're starting to see people saying, you know what? I, I might want to play for the Knicks. It's not 100% full yet uh, for them, but they're starting to get that way where people want to play for them and you know the Mets haven't really done much to make people want to come here but if this is something that helps bring Yamamoto here they have to get it done so him Stearns going over there and and um Cohen going over there that that's a, a good play in my book all right Anthony short answer here if the Mets don't get Yamamoto was this offseason a failure um I, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I don't want to say no, but then I don't want to sound like a homer. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like we've seen teams make it to the playoffs with average rotations. Like we've seen it before. Can the Mets, it, it's all about if the Mets can 
have that backup plan. What is it? Like, what is it if they don't bring, like, are they going to go with McGill? Cause then that's going to get frustrating. And, and Lucchese and all those guys, like Yamamoto is the get, big get and they need to get him, but they also need other moves as well. So like he, Yamamoto is not the only guy they need. That, that's I, I, I like, I don't, I don't know the right answer for, for for that question, unfortunately, right now, you know, all I can say it's, is, if they don't get Yamamoto, they better hope that Luis Severino is winning the Sun Award. Yeah, I mean, uh, then that would be a, a thirteen mil well spent. Right there, you go. All right, this has been great, Anthony. Let everybody know where they could find you, where they could find your show, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, you can follow me on X and TikTok and Instagram at Subway to Shay. And then you can follow my podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. All right. And this, is, of course, is Believe in the Mets on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Believe in the Mets, B-L-E-I-V-I-N-T-H-E-M-E-T-S. I am on Twitter at Nick underscore Durst, Instagram at Nick's Food and Stuff. And until next time, everybody, let's hope for the best. And. Let's go, Mets. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.